Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he. Armstrong and Getty. I'm in between holes on my belt right now. Very inconvenient. One hole hole is too tight and uncomfortable. One hole, my pants are falling down around my knees, showing my genitalia to the world. Wow, you need tighter uh, pants. And uh, just a ton handy. It's a tweener day. So (laughs) I've either got to lose weight or gain gain weight. Which do you suppose will happen? I know which one you can do faster. <laughs> this weekend. Live from Studio C. C, senor. A dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Hey, air buddy, on a Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. I'm going to go with the Ukrainian counteroffensive. Yeah. Although, you know what? Let me, let me switch, because we do need to talk about that. Let's go with Japan and South Korea. This is the news of the day. It will get the least attention of the day because it's not presidential politics, which is our national pastime, despite what the NFL claims. Plus, your whole belt crisis is distracting a lot of people. (laughs) Uh, The biggest news of the day is they're going to announce a security pact uh, between the United States, South Korea, and Japan. Both leaders meeting with uh, Joe Biden today. That's the biggest news. And it's all about China. 
the dynamics in play right now, geopolitically, uh, economically, which is part of geopolitics, all meant to contain the rise of belligerent, hostile China is so interesting to see. Xi Jinping thought, okay, we've milked the West out of the wealth and technology we need. Now we're going to go full aggressive commie. That Donald Trump jerk called us on our tricks. That's fine. Now we're going to get belligerent. And and the West responded, you know how kind of we fight a lot? Yeah, we're not fighting anymore. We're going to fight you. And all that economic uh, wealth you've been accumulating, you think we're a junkie for China? Yeah, we're not that much. And their economy is hurting. China and North Korea, which Iran just gave some new missiles that can reach further and faster with their nuclear weapons. Iran? Or was it Russia gave North Korea the missiles? Russia. One of those two. The axis of a-holes. Exactly. The axis of a-holes. China, Russia, and Iran. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, that ain't good. Apologize for that term. Those of you of more sensitive, uh, you know. It's accurate. Sensibilities. Though. It's accurate, though. It's, it's pretty descriptive. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. You got the mullahs, you got Putin, you got fathead, axis of a-holes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Xi Jinping. So for just walking around the office, I think I'll go with the looser hole on my belt and hope that my pants don't fall down around my ankles, exposing mm-hmm. my genitalia. Yeah. But as I jogged across the parking lot, as I do every day before work, and I have for 40 years to get my blood pumping. Oh, that's good. I've always I done it that. since I I've worked with you for 30 years. I had no idea. Since I started morning radio as a 19-year-old, I've always done that. Anyway, um, I had to tighten it. I cinch her up for that one. Otherwise, they'd have definitely slid down around my ankles. <laughs> sure. Looked like some sort of gangbanger running from the cops and falling down. But when your belt is too tight, that is not a comfortable way to go through the day. Certainly not. Squeezing your innards. No, it's bad for you. Yeah. Is it bad for you? Oh, absolutely. You got river com- uh, liver compression syndrome. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, All I know is you, you walked in wearing a, a plaid shirt and a trucker's hat. I'm like, hey, Jack, it's Jack. What's well, Friday? Uh, the the besuited look is is fabulous. You look very sharp usually. Yeah, I'm helping somebody That's move that. something after the show, so I didn't wear a suit for that. Mm. Uh, yesterday, end of the show, we got the DeSantis debate memo that either leaked out on purpose or accidentally came out. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting. What, what, what did you rank that in terms of interest? I thought it was extremely interesting Maybe we'll on hit, a couple of different levels. Maybe we'll hit a little of that on the early side today, since you might not have heard it yesterday later. It's, uh, it's a little glimpse into the way the big timers prep for their debate and <laughs> jivey nicknames and various other things right how to react to this and what to call that candidate and yeah i I thought it was super interesting it's like flipping through an nfl playbook well one of the things they'd written down on there is after ramaswamy says something he's supposed to call him fake vivek or vivek the fake and uh i i assume he's got to scratch that (laughs) right i mean he has to uh, now that it's leaked out he can use mine ramaswamy ought to go back to mommy (laughs) Huh? Go call your mommy, Ramaswamy. No? If he goes ahead and uses that, that's going to be awesome. And I assume Vivek will have a response. Yeah, yeah, we all we all saw that in the memo that leaked out for, for your debate prep. So, yeah, the whole Vivek the fake thing. That's good. You delivered that super great. 
<laughs> yeah, see, uh, he could get away with it. Uh, DeSantis could get away with it because, and this regularly depresses me, the number of Americans who are up on the important political slash government stories sure. is very tiny, very tiny. On the other hand, Ramaswamy sure as hell saw it and will will fillet him with his uh, extremely skillful verbal abilities. One of the blasts that uh, from the debate memo was DeSantis was going to, after a Chris Christie barb, was going to say, we all know you're just auditioning for a show on MSNBC, which is a pretty good line, as mm. Chris Christie is on Morning Joe on MSNBC today. And, and then pelt uh, him with maple bars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, wow. Well, see, that's, that was controversial part of that memo that got leaked. Is that a requirement that if Chris Christie comes up, there's some sort of... You know, what's funny is I'm the guy who's protested against that for years. Said it's childish and idiotic. Now all of a sudden, I don't know what's gotten into me. Weight re- child, weight-related humor. Yeah, overeating specifically. Yes, he got the the tummy tuck, right, or the staple, or something like that. So they claim it doesn't look like lost it. a tremendous amount of weight, and then just uh, although getting back to the Ozempic story. Oh, that's right. I've got a couple of really interesting stories about those new weight loss drugs. Um, uh, apparently, there's something about his brain. That makes it nearly impossible for him to lose weight. He would. He never got thin, though. I thought he got significantly thinner. But oftentimes you see these people just get shockingly like you don't recognize them. Like I'm thinking of Adele or Sam Harris, the singer, or various sure. people like that. Just like that's you. I can kind of tell it's you. He never had that. No, no, indeed. But now he's got like the 52-inch waist. Right. I mean, then, he's a really big guy. And then there was that famous picture where he was at, I think, the Republican National Convention, and he's sitting in the crowd, and he's pouring his big bag of M&Ms into a smaller bag of M&Ms for travel ease or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not good. Yeah. Well, it's, 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 uh, it's you know, it's a sort of planning and forward thinking, though, that you need out of a, an executive. Right, it's effective budgeting. Sure. Uh, logistics, yeah. <laughs> yes, logistics. Keeping shipping costs down, that sort of thing. He understands there's nothing fun about the fun size. It's just small. <laughs> How does mailbag look? Oh, it's actually pretty good, plus we have clips of the week in just a moment or two. The Friday tradition. Awesome. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Don't we have to start the show? Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't sorry, know. Do Michael. we have to, or what happens? We get a fine? We, well, uh, we got a good clip. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, August the 18th, the year 2023. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin then, officially, according to FCC rules and regs. The show begins at Mark. How much do you think the average American makes a year? Maybe like 400K? How much do you think the average American makes a year? Mm, I don't know, maybe like half a million. How much do you think that the average American makes a year? 90 to 100K. How much do you think the average American makes a year? 200,000? 250,000? Those are teenagers in Beverly Hills, California, answering that question. It seems their view is distorted. What is the answer? Uh, 59,000. 59. Yeah. They were, they were not close. On the other hand, it might be more useful to ask them, what do you think the average uh, person makes who lives here, where you live, and this is most of your perspective, since you are a teenager? How often should you change the oil in a Bentley would be a good question. <laughs> Anyway, we've got all that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Those of us on the West Coast have Hurricane Hillary bearing down on us. Which could make it really rainy and windy this weekend at the very least, which could affect a lot of things in a very populated part of the country. The unfortunately named tropical storm bearing down on the Baja coast. Yes. I wonder if the storm will be utterly unlikable and inauthentic. Ah, oh, hey now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Coming up, your freedom-loving uh, quote of the day, plus mailbag is quite amusing. Hope you can stay with us. But first, it's a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal, Clips of the Week. Three, two, one, liftoff. Guess what? It's working. Feel like you're pretty popular in Iowa? I guess so. This is the biggest crowd they've ever had, they say. We have a tyranny of the minority in this country. I'm just going to say it. There are too many American flags. Like, 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 it's like, it's like, like. The attraction to her is from the waist up, but it can also be from the waist down. 
But Michael Orr, the football player portrayed in the film, says he was the one blindsided by the family he says never actually adopted him. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers. The term riggers, which uh, clearly rhymes with the N-word. Growing concern for the thousands who lost everything in this now apocalyptic scene on Maui. Because there's still some burning on the big island, not the one one where you, you see on television all the time. Former President Donald Trump is now facing a total of 91 criminal counts. Do I intend to try the 19 defendants in this indictment together? Yes. What you talking about, Willie? Uh, that seems quite ambitious, if not a little bit loony. The strategy is to get bad convictions, but to get them fast. Quote, my dad has been using most lines on this account, which I have paid for the past 11 years. I know some really great ice cream places around here. I believe we have a compromised president. He was bribed and now he's being blackmailed. This is unacceptable behavior in a civilized society. Rich men kicked our ass. Fiddling while they burned our middle class. Oh, what was that groovy political uh, song at the end? I don't know that. It's a little more jazzy than the uh, other political song of the week. A little 1966-ish. I was told it's from The Simpsons. From The Simpsons. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That reminds me, we've got to get that uh, clip going of, of that uh, the gent. I ought to know his name, the red-bearded fellow singing the Richmond north of Richmond. Played it live for the first time. Huge crowd singing along every word with vehemence. There are videos going around the, uh, the, the Internet right now of folks, white, black, Hispanic, all listening to the song and saying, yeah, really something. Yeah. When art isn't stupid, it can be really important. When you catch a wave you quote me. of a, of a yeah. feeling out there that people aren't tapping into like this guy has, and uh, I saw one pundit say, you want to understand Donald Trump? Listen to this song. Right, right. Here, here. Uh, here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. From Linda Bowles. The task of weaning various people in groups from the national nipple will not be easy. The sound of whines, balls, screams, and invective will fill the air as the agony of withdrawal pangs find voice. I don't know if I like the term national nipple. Grow up! It's accurate. Here's your mailbag. You can drop us a note, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Yes, there was a racial controversy involving Donald Trump. Did you hear about this yesterday? Was it a dog? Would the, would the conscience of America, Al Sharpton, remind us of... Of what happened, Michael? Using the term riggers, which uh, clearly rhymes with the N-word. Wow. Our society slash politics are that stupid. Trump was talking about the people who rigged the election going after the riggers. And it has uh, been uh, posited that that is a dog whistle for a racist term. By idiots, for idiots. KP writes, guys in the Army, a rigger is someone who packs parachutes for paratroopers. 
Their military occupational specialty is 92R, so rigor is a word. Trump didn't make it up. A rigger is someone who rigs something. Yeah, it's probably a response that wasn't needed to that moronic, transparent, unspeakably stupid attempt to whip up racial hatred. Which I People guarantee- don't use stupid, stupid arguments because they're keeping their really good ones in reserve. <laughs> but like I said yesterday, you're getting more people to vote for Trump, you realize. I assume you yeah. people don't like Trump who are making that stuff up. That's going to make more people think, you know, that's it. I'm voting for Trump. Yep. Sure enough. Russ from Portland writes, greetings, gents. I was just watching Tucker's interview of Vivek that uh, posted oh, yeah. to Twitter. That was golden. Wow, I was a DeSantis guy, or I might be. I think Trump was good, but he's too damaged. I'll vote for him if he gets the nomination, but definitely not in the primary. I've been solidly behind DeSantis, but he's not doing anything. Come on, dude, step up your game. Vivek is killing it. He has the charisma of Obama and Clinton with the confidence and policy of Reagan. Yeah, right. I tweeted that out on our uh, site yesterday. Not that Tucker needs our help. It already had, I don't know, 7 million views. Vivek, uh, check out, check it out if you don't know his act. Uh, let's see. Dean says, uh, Joe, you, I think you may have taken some punditry about Mr. Ramaswamy that's not in that was inaccurate. Um, I don't think he I'm sorry. He vows that he will stay within the Constitution in terms of executive actions and that sort of thing. And he challenged Congress to take back their power. You know what, Dean? There is so much misinformation and spin. Uh, it's absolutely possible. I heard a mischaracterization of his beliefs. Well, that's part of the reason I'm not in a hurry to. I'm not the horse race guy. I'm so in. And we got a debate coming up, which we'll get to hear what vivek thinks about things uh the latest so uh what's his name tucker interviews vivek posts it 28 million people have watched it great scott 28 million people in a day here's a note from dr j went shoe shopping for his one-year-old the cheapest little flip floppy shoes for a one-year-old he could find were 27 dollars yeah holy inflation batman i know i went school shopping too the cheap shoes cost what the expensive shoes used to cost your dollar ain't worth s like uh, like the man sang right we got a lot of good stuff on the way i hope you can stay here text line 415-295-kftc if you miss an hour get the podcast armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Donald Trump has been telling people in conversations that he thinks Fox News is worried about ratings. He uh, had a dinner last month with Fox News executives, uh, President Jay Wallace and Chief Executive Suzanne Scott, uh, and they really encouraged him thoroughly to join the debate. And he's been telling people, I remember I talked to someone on Monday who just spoke with him about this, uh, saying that he thinks this means that they're very worried that they're going to do poorly without him there. And so he's feeling very strongly that he doesn't have to show up. I have no idea. I'm not sure how those two things are related, but of course they're concerned. I have no idea if Trump's going to show up, and I agree with people who say he has no idea if he's going to show up yet. He may, he may not, probably depending on, I don't know, a number of factors. We actually have Brett Barr, Brett Baer, one of the moderators of the debate on Monday, which will be cool. Excellent. Yeah. Um, There are a number of things Trump could do around the debate, which is Wednesday. Because he, he's got to go to that courthouse, right, and do all the fingerprinting and sign the paper and maybe get a mugshot and all that different stuff for the latest indictment. He could do it the morning of the debate, then show up to the debate. He could do it the morning of the debate and then hold an event, same time as the debate, talking about how he, they're coming after us. He could do it the next day. He could he could not go to the debate, then do the courthouse thing the next morning, which would suck up all the coverage of the debate for anybody mm-hmm. who's trying to pop coming out of the debate. debate. Because remember, his goal is to get the nomination against the people that are going to be on the stage. So if he goes to the courthouse the next day, that's all the news coverage. He could do that. Or he could yeah, show up and so. take them on and uh, and probably do pretty well because he's good at it. How long does it take to you supposed to throw together one of those big rallies he has? I have no idea. You mean like January 6th, that kind of rally? Or you mean more? Oh, about- Lord. <laughs> Not amusing. Not appropriate. Really do you think he'd show up at the last minute, like he, a half sure, hour? Sure, just to discombobulate people. Sure, where you know where he shows up and, and has twenty five thousand people at some uh, you know junior college football stadium. Um, how long does that put uh, take to put that together? I wonder. For some reason, I think he is going to show up to the debate, but I'm not basing that on anything. He craves the spotlight more than anybody craves anything. Uh, on the other hand. That would be the only reason to show up, I think. One thing that you do just, have to, not not morally leadership wise, but just strategically. 
one thing you have to remember is that it's common. You don't have to get into any sort of Trump anything. It's common for somebody with that kind of lead not to debate. It's Reagan's right. done it. Uh, the, uh, Biden's done it. Gavin Newsom's done it. Lots of people have done it. If you're that far ahead, you don't debate. So it's not a crazy thing for him to not show up. It's actually In fact, the playbook. I think you're you're understating your point, which is quite correct. It's a unicorn if somebody with a huge lead does show right, up. Right. That would be the odd thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure everybody grasps that. But so Vivek, who's having a moment, Vivek Ramaswamy, who you either are into or not into or you don't even know anything about. And I'm not advocating for these people. I'm just following it like a uh, TV show or a football game. He's having a moment. He's popping a little in the polls, still way behind Trump. But he could overtake DeSantis, and, I, and he's just really good vocally and verbally, and I think he's going to like get a lot of people's attention on the debate stage. So then he does a long interview with Tucker Carlson on Tucker's Twitter site. It's now got 28 million views in one day, and that will probably grow. I mean, that's a crazy number in the modern world where a cable show with a million viewers is seen as a giant hit. Right. That's just amazing. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens there. And then this leaked out or was put out on purpose by people who don't like DeSantis. Who knows? But a super PAC website had the DeSantis debate prep or, or, or instructions from them on there. And it's all complicated because super PACs aren't supposed to be involved in campaigns. But everybody like rolls their eyes at that because it's hilarious to think that they aren't and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, so the the debate uh, prep included the four must-dos for DeSantis, who they refer to as GRD, Governor Ron DeSantis. Here are the four must-dos for DeSantis. One, attack Joe Biden in the media three to five times. Yes. So you got to keep track in your mind. Okay, I've done it three times. It said three to five. Maybe four is the sweet spot. So i got to fit one more attack at Joe Biden. Or, oh, oh, no, I've attacked the media three times. I haven't attacked Biden at all. So does that mean I attack him two more times or or is three too many? Because that would be six. State GRD's positive vision two to three times. Yes. Three. Hammer Vivek Ramaswamy in a response. Four. Defend Donald Trump in absentia in response to a Chris Christie attack, which I found that one kind of interesting. The idea that you're going to stand up for Trump a little bit when Chris Christie goes after him. I get that. Uh, they, so, it's sure. like a, an yeah. Olympic race, like a, a 1500 meter where you are 30. They don't use lengths in human races, do they? That's horse races. You're uh, 35 yards behind the front runner. You're never going to catch them, but you're vying hard for that silver medal. And you, the front runner might fall down and then you've got the gold medal. Key among the documents was uh, the a whole bunch of documents, by the way, a whole page after page after page after page of stuff got posted on that website about a whole bunch of different like policy stuff. Um, I didn't read any of it. There must not have been any headlines because none of them burbled up that I saw. And then it got immediately pulled down. So if anybody was I think if you want to know his uh, policy stuff, you can listen to some of his long speeches and probably hear it or go to his website. It's all there. Yeah. Um. And it talks in there about how he has struggled to capture attention and what he needs to do to get attention. And it talks about Roger Ailes' orchestra pit theory. I don't know if you remember who Roger Ailes is. He's the Fox News executive. He's passed away at this point, a political strategist. And he had a well-known maximum, maxim rather, rule, law, axiom, uh, the orchestra pit theory. 
saying that if you got two politicians on stage and one lays out his you know economic plan and the other one falls off the stage into the orchestra pit, <laughs> the one that's going to make the news is the one that fell into the orchestra pit. Right. So just do something notable. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And uh, underneath that, it said, take a sledgehammer to Vivek Ramaswamy using the terms fake Vivek or Vivek the fake. I'm not sure that's a sledgehammer. I'm not sure. I'm not sure people watching would have gone, oh, wow. wow. Oh, he doubled him over with that one. How does Vivek not slink off the stage at this point? Oh, my God. Vivek the snake would be good, too, huh? It also says, reminder to talk about your family and personal life. Show emotion at one point in the memo. Oh, oh, that one hurt. Yeah. That, does he have to be told that? Or is that over-managing? Or, or, oh, that one, I don't know. That one made my skin crawl. I know. It's if you, if you had to instruct me, talk to talk about Judy and the kids and their struggles as young adults. Show emotion. <laughs> I'd, I'd say, get away from me. <laughs> I know. That's a good question. Does he need to be told that? Or is that just a bunch of people who think they know better? It's frustrating. I mean, Joe and I can relate to this. We talked about this a little bit yesterday and that we've had a number of radio consultants in our lives Tell us these sorts of things, none of which, by the way, had ever done a successful radio show. So no. uh, all these people advising these candidates have never stood on a stage and successfully walked out of there as the clear winner of, de- of a debate. But they absolutely know the way to handle it. And that sort of thing drives me crazy. And uh, to continue on the, the comparison, uh, a lot of the consultants can help uh, mediocre talent maybe stay employed or get some ratings, I suppose, but Barack Obama didn't need that. George W. Bush, hell, he prepped, but he didn't need that to come off as authentic in a, a, a goofy, likable Texan. Reagan, the, the list goes on. Bill Clinton, he was a natural. I, I could see that sort of prep helping a non-natural, but you're up against Trump, you're up against Vivek Ramaswamy, who's incredibly verbal. Um, if you need show emotion, you're doomed. <laughs> Forget it. Mention family two to three times. Show emotion. Pretend eh. to cry. That's rough. It's it's very now, it's, it smacks of Hillary Clinton is what it smacks of. It does. It really does, which which saddens me because I think DeSantis would be a hell of a good president. But uh, I one, do of too. The, one of the issues you'll have to deal with, Jack, inflation. Quick word from our friends at Upside.com. We're all finding creative ways to save. Got an email from one of our beloved listeners who's a a well-paid professional and is having to cut corners and and find bargains. And that's why Upside is, uh, perhaps for you, it's an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, you're not getting slammed by inflated prices. You get cash back on every purchase. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use the promo code Armstrong and get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. The next, you claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. You check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit or debit card, and get paid. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have a 4.8 star rating on the App Store. 4.8. Wow, that's strong. Download the free Upside app. Use the promo code Armstrong to get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's the promo code Armstrong, and it's the Upside app, wherever you like to snag apps. And again, 4.8. People are glad they got it. Check out Upside. I feel like that memo, I mean, it could have just been an innocent mistake. It happens where people post stuff that they shouldn't post. It happens all the time. 
It certainly could have been a disgruntled somebody wanting to show how stiff DeSantis is. There's a lot of egos in politics. Maybe he spoke brusquely to some aide who's who who was butthurt, if you'll forgive the term, and and decided to uh, you know get back at him. Well, sure, a lot of people got demoted or fired. Uh, in effect, blamed for the fact that he's not doing as well as everybody thought. And uh, they're thinking, oh, oh, yeah, I'm I'm to blame for the fact that you're not doing well. Here's what, here's what your deba- debate prep looks like. We'll put that out there where we have to write down show emotion because you're incapable of it. <laughs> wow. Wow. There have been a couple of shakes up shakeups in the campaign already. Sure. So there are some hurt feelings. Uh, it's uh, it's it's something to watch these things unfold cycle right. after cycle. Right. The, uh, the the show horse, the uh, the favorite going in, often stumbles and fumbles and bumbles. Somebody comes out of nowhere. Uh, has, ha, you know, the phrase you used before about uh, Ramaswamy, he's having a moment. Uh, you can't forget that happens. Oh. And sometimes that moment is fairly brief. It, what year was it? Was the year Mitt Romney got the uh, nomination? 2012. Jeez, that's going back quite a ways now. That's over a decade. Uh Everybody had a moment. Remember, there was Michelle Bachman from Minnesota was the, oh. the, the, the flavor of the month for like a week. Um, and then all kinds of different people popped up. Uh, Rick Santorum and various people thought looked like looked, Root and Newt Gingrich. Various people popped to the top and looked like they were going to be the person. And none of them were. But this is different. This is different. That mm-hmm. is not a comparison to the 9,000 pound gorilla that is Donald Trump sitting upon the whole thing. Speaking of overweight gorillas, the uh, weight loss drug revolution. There are some really interesting twists to that story. I hope they're not. We all want this to be real, don't we? I think it is real. Awesome. Get me on it but today. When here's, I start. Here's, here's the crazy part. Nobody's really sure why these drugs work. That doesn't Plus, matter. I'll take it. Well, it really doesn't matter as long as it doesn't have horrifying side effects. Uh, and, and the other aspect of this is there is a sector or two. There are a sector or two of the economy that are terrified of these weight loss drugs. So stay with us for that. Hmm. You can probably guess at least a couple. of them. Yeah, I think I could. That's all on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. By the way, you've been working on your body and on your health. No, you... that's Ozempic. <laughs> <laughs> that's you're, how this week got lost. You're not, are you really on Ozempic? Ozempic. <laughs> we ain't got a prescription, and I got Ozempic. No, you did. You... <laughs> wait, wait, are you really you're on, on Ozempic? Ozempic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I you take look, Ozempic. You look great. Every Thursday. <laughs> All right. Cuts my appetite in half. Wow. Well, you look good, Tracy. I only eat half a bag of Doritos. <laughs> uh, Tracy Morgan has the problem of everything he says sounds like it's a punchline to a joke. So if he just says, and you have I'm to tell people Ozempic, it sounds like a four joke. times. <laughs> right. No, I'm serious. No, I'm on. What do I have to say to you? I'm on. I'm taking Ozempic. But he says it like Tracy Morgan, so it's automatic. <laughs> I'm on Ozempic. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, speaking of Ozempic and Wigovi and Manjaro, who sound like, you know, Eastern European uh, former Soviet uh, republics. That monkey's uh, wearing a hat. (laughs) As the New York Times puts it, every so often a drug comes along that has the potential to change the world. And medical specialists say these, uh, they're very similar. Weight loss drugs are absolutely that sort of thing. 
Um, obesity affects nearly 42% of American adults, and leading scientists said we've been powerless to figure out what to do about it. Uh, drug companies lost interest in this field. Many executives thinking, like most doctors and members of the public, that obesity was a moral failing and not a chronic disease. And then they they discovered this drug and the origin, these drugs, well, it's essentially one drug. The origin of these drugs is so interesting in that it stimulates the production of uh, various hormones that cut your appetite. But the scientists don't know why. They don't know how it works. They just know that it works. And not only are people losing weight, but uh, they're seeing real results in pre- protecting against cardiac complications like heart attack and stroke. I mean, that sounds it, fantastic. I did this. You know, it hasn't been around long. Is there any chance it shaves 10 years off your life at the end or something? It's conceivable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the origin of this is so interesting to me. This scientist noticed that Gila monsters, the big lizards, maintained remarkably stable blood sugar, even if they hadn't gotten any food. Wow. And he thought, hmm, let's study the Gila monster in its blood to figure this out. And they discovered this substance, GLP-1, I think it is. There's a lot of science in here that I barely understand. But um, Will this drug help, figured me move, out- help me move my eyes independently also? <laughs> and regrow a tail? It might. Um, but so they, they turned this into a drug, and you know, uh, one step led to another. And so this drug came along. Uh, but again, they can't exactly explain to you why it works so well biochemically. Well... You know, the famous example is Viagra was a blood pressure medicine. And it mm-hmm. turned out, hey, it, it really helps guys get erections past a certain point in their life. So right. why not? Right. Might as well. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's been huge. I mean, it's one of the most successful drugs in world history. Why don't you say important instead of huge? I just let's avoid okay. any sort yeah, right. of seemingly childish because we're better than that. We're not better than that. Uh, So uh, I found this interesting from the Wall Street Journal. The obesity epidemic has taken a horrible toll on Americans, and not just their health. It costs the country around $200 billion a year through health-related problems such as diabetes and heart disease. This could be a turning point with a new class of medication. On the other hand, investors into the businesses that take advantage of the obese are really nervous. The people who own Krispy Kreme donuts, candies, sugary drinks, binge foods of every sort that most people who have a fairly normal diet never go to. Right. It's mostly people who shouldn't eat it, eating a fair amount of it. Yeah. Like I was talking about the other day, a shocking amount of booze is drank by people with a drinking problem. (laughs) Normal people Mm. don't keep those places in business. It's all the people that, you know, aren't drinking healthily. And I suppose that's true. It's got to be true for chips and donuts because like regular healthy people don't eat that many. It's got to be all the people that are eating, having unhealthy lifestyles like me who, who keep them in business. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and they point out that this is not going to be immediate. It's not going to be severe, probably, but investors should still pay attention. You know, what's funny is they don't get into... Oh, I'm sorry, they do get into it. Um, Your your weight loss companies, your dieting industry, Herbalife, Weight Watchers, Metafast. Um, God, there's gazillions of dollars involved in all kinds of different ways to lose weight. 
And if this works, whew, sorry, Slim Fast. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'm tempted. I'm, I'm tempted to look into this, although I'm not really heavy enough to need it, I don't think. Um, we'll see how my diet's going. It's going quite well, by the way. Thanks for asking. Have you heard anything about an age limit? Are they talking about it for young people too, kids? I have not heard a thing about that. Do not know. Because that'd be great if you could do it on the younger end. Campus controversies, gender-bending madness all coming up later in the show. They're a, a notable victory. Populous state says... Yeah, this whole keeping your child's gender from the parents thing, that ain't happening here. Also, Mike Lyons talking about Ukraine in hour two. If you miss an hour of the podcast, subscribe to Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.